This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the Good News Program, and the president of The Gearing Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the Good News Program, brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward, known as the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We've been serving the homeless and hungry for 100 years. Yes, The Caring Place has. No one's been here for 100 years, but the mission has been here for 100 years. I'm Marilyn Brummett. I am your your host today, along with Leanne Navarro. Normally, you hear my wonderful husband, Reverend Ronald Brummett, uh, open up this wonderful program, Mission Possible. But Leanne and I are together, and we are excited because we want to talk and tell you a little bit what happened on our one of our campuses last Saturday. It was a woman's brunch, and Leanne, do you want to lead off telling a little bit about that absolutely and, and it's always great to be with you guys here today um the girlfriends actually girlfriend for girlfriends is a wonderful group of women volunteers alongside the cover girls they they came together they joined efforts and so what they did they they put together this beautiful event to raise awareness to raise funds for the women and children in the centers, but not only in the centers. Women that when they leave, they still need that little bit of support, right? They still need a support system. And so we had painting. We had an amazing, she's an international uh, painter uh, from Colombia. What a sweet lady. Artist, she was yeah. teaching everyone. It, it's kind of like the mm. artist, like a painting with the twist type of um uh, concept mm-hmm. and we all had so much fun and we had a beautiful lunch put together and raffles and silent auction it was a tremendous event we had so much fun right that's right and uh leanne it was all to benefit women and children who come out of domestic violence and homelessness uh we know through our own studies through the women and children that we uh, deal with and that we help here at our centers that about 85 percent of our women come directly from some type of abuse um much of it is a domestic violence type of um, issues that they are uh, going through and coming out. They seek us for shelter, uh, not just for food, but for safe shelter. And so it's so important yeah. that, uh, you know, we bring that awareness out to the public. Absolutely. And, and, and again, when they when they leave and they're ready and maybe they already have a job and 
you know, their children are in a good school and, and their lives is, is right, you know, back in order. But you know what? They still need the support. And the girlfriends, I mean, what the girlfriends for girlfriends do when they visit, when they bring a gift, when they check on them on the phone, hey, how are you doing? Can we bring you a blender? Can we bring you a coffee maker? Can we bring you something? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And and remember, a lot of the women also, when they end up homeless, it's also because they don't have a support system, right? Mm-hmm. They, they barely have family or, they, you know, maybe they they're not able to help them so they do need still you know that extra help even when they leave so that's exactly what we set out to do on saturday and uh i i truly believe that it was a successful event um you know with the music with the singers oh my Mm. god zia and lara they they Mm -hmm. amazing songs um, the dancer that we had, mm-hmm. so much entertainment, right? It was three hours tops, right? Yeah, it was and from we did 10 a.m. So to much 1. in that time. Yeah, and uh, it was a little warm outside, but you know, we had a beautiful, steady breeze that came through, and that helped a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we did love that. We had nearly a hundred women, um, and we had a couple yeah. of men. I call them our boyfriends, uh, not just girlfriends, but we had we a couple did. of boyfriends <laughs> that that came along. And uh, Amtrust Bank uh, was our our main presenting uh, sponsor, and they came with a whole group uh, of people. And so that was Absolutely. so refreshing to see that table of Amtrust uh, representatives come. And they looked like they had so much fun. We had even raffles, and we had beautiful giveaways, and people were going away with big baskets and uh, just just so happy. You, and, oh, the food. I have to give a plug to Adam's Catering. Uh, what a wonderful... Yeah. Oh, food that they did. We, we've used them, I don't know how many times, but Yvonne Adams and her husband and family, they are just such great caterers, and uh, they did a great job. If you ever need catering, uh, make sure you call us here at the Caring Place, and I'll give you all their information. But we just had a good time. We, we went home with canvases and paintings of a mother and child. It was so artistic. And even people who said, oh, I, I can't do something like that. They She had the silhouette uh, that laid on the canvas and, and showed us how to, you know, sponge on the paint and everybody's came out so well everybody's was different but the same but different and it was just very creative and i, I never seen such happy people very going creative going yeah. home with their canvases <laughs> oh my gosh their creations their own creations but you know yeah. liam I know I've been, I advocate, uh, girlfriends for girlfriends. Um, it's a focus group of, of women who really care about women, especially when they leave here. But you also advocate cover girls and your group helps women while they're with us. And you do all kinds yes, of projects. Absolutely. What do, what do cover girls yeah, do? Yeah, no, the cover girls are amazing. We did have a few of them in attendance as well. And, uh, so what we do is mentoring one on one. We do activities with the children. Um, um, we do baby showers. God knows. We just ended. Uh, we just did a baby shower last week. It was amazing. A baby girl that was supposed to be due at the end of this month, but came early. And uh, it, it's one of the many events, right? We, we've done quinceañeras as well, which is when the young lady mm-hmm. uh, turns 15. And then this is such a Hispanic culture thing to do. And, and we do things like that because we want them that when they leave the centers, right? Uh, we don't want them to look back and say, oh, my God that was a bad experience no this was a good experience not only were you getting back on your feet but but you know what we didn't forget the special moments such as 
our birthday celebration that is coming up ah. on June 1st, right? Right. Well, first of all, if and any, we are inviting. Yeah, yeah, but but first of all, Leanne, if anybody's interested, they said you've talked so much about women. Um, if you're interested in knowing more, you can go to our website, caringplace.org. Now we have two landing pages. Uh, one is slash G for G, caringplace.org slash G for G, and that'll tell you more about girlfriends for girlfriends. And the other one is yours, uh, caringplace.org slash cover, and that'll tell you more about cover girls and so we invite you to come you can volunteer we always say your time your talent your treasure do all three do one do two <laughs> whatever you feel yeah. that you yeah. can invest you know time talent and treasure we're, yeah, be a we're part here. of it be a part of it yeah now yeah. let's talk about and bombastic birthday that's the first wednesday of june which falls on what june what June 1st. It's okay. the very first day of the month. Yes. And what what is Bombastic Birthday? Well, that is a, a celebration. We're celebrating everyone's birthday, right? This is to celebrate our residents' birthdays, our outside homeless individuals, men and women that come to our centers on a daily basis for a meal and for a shower and a change of clothes. We want to do this birthday celebration so they know they're not forgotten and how much this community is behind them and how much we love them. So on this day, we have cupcakes and candles and, and gifts and, and we sing happy birthday a few times, right? <laughs> a uh, lot. We always have a powerful message. Yes, that, that is definitely a lot. And, and so the idea is that, and I have had individuals who tell me, oh my God, today is my birthday. Yep. Or I don't remember when my birthday is. Right. Or my birthday was last week and they feel it and they feel that love. So it's all about making them feel special, right? They're not forgotten and we're celebrating their birthdays. So that is on June 1st. We are looking for volunteers. We're looking for sponsors as well. So if you don't feel that you can be a part of it in person, you can call the 305. 572-2000 and you can make a donation of your choice right for every $2.10 you can sponsor one meal for one homeless individual so think about the difference you can make when you donate $20 or maybe 100 whatever your heart tells you to do right well that's right well listen Leanne we, we have uh, one of the girlfriends that actually attended last Saturday she's going. She's right here in the studio with us uh, Victoria I'm going to be interviewing her and she's going to tell us more about what happened last Saturday and more about girlfriends for girlfriends and how you can be involved with helping women so please don't touch that dial or don't go away don't even step away uh, we'll be back with more Mission Possible the good news program well, this is Marilyn Brummett once again. And, you know, I just love interviewing people in the community that are making a difference. And I'm really excited today because I have uh, a friend here, uh, not someone that I've known for a long time, maybe a short period of time, but I've already come to love her very, very much. And she was actually part of one of our wonderful events, our Girlfriends for Girlfriends brunch that we also had joined our cover girls also to do this wonderful women's brunch last Saturday. It was at the Miami Gardens property, which is the vision of the new uh, family center that uh, will be coming in the future. And I have with me today Victoria Vasquez, and I'm so happy to have Victoria with us today. Victoria, uh, you're on the radio with us today, but I want to have you tell about your wonderful experience of last Saturday. Um, 
Really happy to be here, Marilyn. Thank you. For me, it's an honor to share this time with you. Well, you know, you've heard about Girlfriends for Girlfriends, and you know a little bit about that focus group and how we uh, are trying to help women and children coming out of domestic violence and homelessness with safe and affordable housing and also getting them uh, continued to be empowered as they go into their new housing, whether it's from the mission housing or outside of that. Um, tell us maybe, first of all, how you came to know about Girlfriends for Girlfriends. Liz Espinosa invited me, and we were at work one day, and she just handed me the pamphlet, and she said, come by one day. So I looked at it maybe three days, and after that, I called her, and I did the orientation, and ever since then, I've been with you guys, and this has been an amazing journey because, and I'm not even filled with all the information that you're doing, but I already know that the caring place is an actual place that cares because I felt welcomed. I felt loved with you guys and it's just, everything's amazing. Well, I'm so glad to hear from a volunteer that says that because, you know, we hear that a lot from our residents or people who come to us for help, but you just wanted to come alongside and said, Hey, let me help in any way that I can. Now, last Saturday, you actually came to the outside event that we had. It was called a woman's brunch. Uh, and I know we all had a good time. It was a little warm, but we had a breeze. Um, maybe tell our listening audience what happened last Saturday at our women's brunch. Well, last Saturday was very special. We had some healing art, but people may not know. And that's what I've been working on the last three years. I have taken the time to heal myself and art has been a great part of it. And when I finished painting the mother and daughter picture mm. I can feel the relief mm. as I painted wow. and it was amazing it was just cleansing experience wow I mean I, I didn't even know you were going to say that that's so wonderful well to just to let people know what was happening we, we did have a woman's brunch it was outside under tents uh, we had almost a hundred women that was there that had came to support and we had wonderful entertainment. We had wonderful food. But as you said, we had a special international artist that came. She brought the canvases. Uh, she brought the paint. She brought the sponges, the, the, the brush, uh, everything to put this uh, piece together, the stencil, so we would keep within the lines. And the love. And the love. And showed us how to create. And what what I got out of that was... Everybody's painting, it was the same, but it was different. Yeah. Everybody's painting looks somewhat different. So they all, everybody had a creative side. Even people who said, I, I can't, I've, I've never painted, I can't do a picture. You said that too. And ended up with the most amazing artwork that you could take home and say, I did that. It, it was a it was amazing, and I'm so glad that you um, participated in that. Now you were you seemed to make yourself busy through the whole event. You were helping. So, what else was you doing? We were enjoying some delicious snacks. We had some amazing dessert that Liz brought us. And, and, and if anybody doesn't know Liz Espinosa, which invited you, she is the chairperson of Girlfriends for Girlfriends. So she is part of our volunteer group um, that uh, 
that we meet every month and we have such an amazing group of women who care so much about these women who have graduated our programs. They are leaving our, you might say, our special cocoon of help and hope and they're going, launching out on their own. They, they've been empowered and, but you know something, people still need to be touched. They still need to have a friend and we give them housewarming presents. That's one of the things that Girlfriends does. Not only do we raise money, uh, for safe and affordable housing. Uh, in fact, right, the Girlfriends for Girlfriends have been able to purchase a fourplex um, unit units and a threeplex. Now that, that's a lot of money, uh, and but we also benefit those women who don't go into our units. Uh, we make sure all of them have housewarming presents. We invite them to different events. We invite them uh, mother, Mother's Day. We go out there and we give them Mother's Day presents. And uh, so there's many arms to this girlfriends for girlfriends. And they're doing a lot. And I know that you also uh, know a little bit about that. Yes, we have been assisting people, even if it's through the phone, asking them, what do you need? You know, what do you need today Mm -hmm. to be happy? That's what people do that actually care. You know, it doesn't matter what you have, what you don't have. There's somebody out there that needs something more than you. Mm -hmm. And you always think that you don't have enough and you're looking near your glass half empty instead of looking at a half full and filling yours up so you can help others fill theirs as well. I think that should be our main goal for everyone in life to just help them get through because there's somebody out there that needs you. Yeah, we have hundreds and hundreds of women who have graduated our programs and some of them are so successful and they'll come back sometimes to the events just to, to say, Hey, listen, we're giving back now, uh, because, you know, we really don't have a need, but there's others that still, you know, there are some needs there and they still need to have that touch point of love and care and maybe given us a, a special, um, maybe clothing for their kids or, you know, at Easter time we gave out the Easter basket. So there's always something to give that touch point of care uh, to hundreds and hundreds of our graduates that have graduated our program. They've come out of domestic violence. They've come out of homelessness, and now they do have a place to live, but they still need need that touch point. And that's what Girlfriends for Girlfriends is all about. In fact, uh, uh, Victoria, we have a landing page. Um, it's caringplace.org slash g for g and uh, we encourage our girlfriends to give a monthly gift to be part of uh, leadership council and uh, you can give twenty dollars a month or more and we show you where that money is going and how it's helping to empower women so if you're thinking hey listen i'd like to know more about that just go to caringplace.org slash g for g now uh i know you know we're on the radio and uh you can't see what I'm seeing, but Victoria is actually showing me a picture on her phone of her painting uh, that she did last Saturday. And I have got to tell you, wow, uh, your mother and child that you uh, painted or did it with sponge art and also with a brush there, you've got eyebrows, you've got eyelashes. I mean, everybody did theirs different. So actually, the artist helped me with the finishing touch, and she was uh, the one that did that. 
Oh my gosh, it just makes it so real. The colors are beautiful. And what not that nice that you could go home with that? Well, thank you, Victoria Vasquez, for uh, telling us a little bit what happened last Saturday. We've always got something going on. If you'd like to help women and children, uh, go to caringplace.org. If you'd like, like to know more about girlfriends, that's caringplace.org slash G4G. Well, God bless you, Victoria, and uh, we'll invite you back again to talk more about how to help in our community. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you too. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Reach Centers. And Patricia McFoy, Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. Patricia, we are getting ready. We are like, it's, it's, it's counting down now to our bombastic birthday celebration. My goodness, guys, all of our listeners, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in every weekend to hear us and the stories and everything that we do here at the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward at Reach Centers. Patricia, tell me about this bombastic birthday celebration. Bombastic, bombastic. One of my favorites, actually, um, not only because it's also on the month of my birthday, <laughs> yes. but also because we get to celebrate, Leanne, everybody's birthday. So in June, June 1st of this year, will be everybody's birthday. That's when we will be celebrating everyone. I mean, it's such a joyous um, event, fun event, where we all have cake, we celebrate, we sing happy birthday, everyone, our residents, receive gifts. I mean, it's amazing. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Listen, I, I love the cupcakes. I love when we have the candles, when everyone that is in attendance, whether it's one of our residents or a homeless guest, right, that comes from the outside. These are individuals, men and women, that they're just out there sleeping on the sidewalk, or maybe they have some type of food insecurity. So they're coming from the low-income families in the community, and, and they just come for the celebration, for the giveaways. But we we make it so special, right? We have yeah. um, encouragement. We have uh, speakers that come and they deliver a beautiful message. Pastors yeah. from our local churches that come in and say, you know what? We're here with you. We're praying for you. We're praying with you. And we're celebrating your birthday. Yeah. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's, it's joyful, right? Because some of the people that are in attendance, it just may be that that day happens to be their birthday, right? Right. Crazy, right. you know, and sometimes we don't know if that's true or not. I mean, unfortunately, some of our homeless guests, sometimes they don't even remember when their birthday is, but they decide to celebrate it on that day on with that us, day. right? Yes. Now, yes. tell me about your experience, Patricia. I know you're going to be in Broward. I'm going to be in Miami. Tell me about the Broward Center. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. We're going to have so many volunteers serving, um, just decorating, making it, you know, really live. <laughs> the word is um, just to make it a joyous occasion for everyone that is coming in. But one of my experiences is that, Leanne, I've heard it actually a few times where one of our um, outside guests come in and we're celebrating them and they're like, you know what, I've, I haven't had a birthday celebration in years or I've never had a birthday celebration. So um, it's really exciting um, to know that we are making a difference, right? Not only us, but the volunteers that are 
coming in, those that are donating gifts, right? We give them gifts. We give them a birthday cards. Those that are baking the cupcakes. I mean, they make a difference. And we want to make sure that we let our listeners, our supporters, everyone that comes and make this a joyous, a, a special um, occasion for our homeless community. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> but we're excited. And we are duper, super duper excited. I'm going to be at the Miami Center. We do that one in the afternoon mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock. We do have a lot of the volunteers ready. However, if you're listening and you want to, and you want to see the pictures after the event, or if you want to be a guest at that event, listen, I would be so happy to have you as our guest and come in and show you around and show you the men's center and take you where the celebration is happening. I can give you 15, 20 minutes of my time on that day so that you can see what's happening and you can really feel the love that we're receiving from the individuals being celebrated. So you can call Patricia or myself. We are in need of donations. We are in need of monetary donations and also gifts for the people that we would be celebrating. So we're talking about brand new t-shirts. It could be a wallet. It could be a belt. It could be new undergarments uh, for men and women. So if you're able to help in any way, you are going to call us here at the Miami Rescue Mission. My direct number is 305-572-2004. And Patricia's number is 305-572-2007. And if you didn't get it because you're driving, go to our website, www.caringplace.org. And you can say, have Leanne or Patricia give me a call back. Thank you for all that you do. We love you. Thank you so much, Thank you so much. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. (laughs) But once again, we are at that part of the program where we interview people who want to give their testimony, tell about life change, tell where uh, they're headed now, that maybe there was a time in their life everything seemed lost, but now there's hope. So I have with me today, Michael. And first of all, welcome to the program. Hi, glad to be here. Well, Michael, let's go back into your history as how did you get to the United States because I know a little bit off air that you came here as a child yeah I was born in um, Colombia and we migrated over here when I was six years old learned English went to Chicago for like six months then came down to Hialeah now did you have a stable childhood or how was it no no came over here with my mother I don't know my dad my mom comes from like an abusive household, um, so she has issues of her own. But it's not something I, I started understanding until recently to know what factors affected me throughout my life and trying to get to the root of things and create some mm-hmm. change. We, we moved around a lot. I went to a lot of schools, went, lived a lot of places, a lot of instability, a lot of creating relationships and breaking of relationships. Yeah, but eventually you went into the service, right? Yes, yes. So I did some ROTC in high school. And uh, I was giving some advice to go into the military. So I went to the U.S. Navy is where I really started drinking a lot, just really on my own. It wasn't. Um, so in your case, you were saying it wasn't peer pressure. Yeah, it was it was sort of normal. It was a no, it was a normal thing to do. Okay. But I would go on my own. And eventually, like I hooked up with some people and we would drink on our own and party. Um, it always starts as a party. Mm-hmm. I inspected survival coming for pilots. So everything had to be in order. It was like a mile of times. So it was just getting out of hand. So I got out of the service uh, with a general discharge, has honorable conditions, um, worked here and there, did more drinking, got into introduced to marijuana. So I decided to, I don't know, I, I was exploring, I guess I was exploring that part of my life with the marijuana and um, just smoking a lot, smoking a lot, main weed smoker. Of course, I mean, when you do things like that, you want to feel good, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, um, 
feels good. I did a lot of thinking, uh, a lot of planning, a lot of uh, analyzing, uh, trying to figure out where my life went wrong. Eventually, that that created a problems of its of its own. As I'm trying to figure out what went wrong to try to solve it, I'm on marijuana, I'm on the drugs, and that's that's creating habits and behaviors on itself. Um, mm-hmm. Later on, um, I got introduced to to cocaine. It was really accessible. I knew I knew some guy around the corner, so I experimented with that, and that led into uh, getting addressed, getting arrested, getting to drug court, um, doing doing the pro those programs, learning about drugs, learning about the addiction. Uh, now you learned about it. You went through the programs, but it seems like when you came out, you said you just did it again. I still did it. Uh, so what's that all about? What do you think? Well, I mean, you know, hey, this is the addiction. This is the pattern. Uh, you've learned through the programs. Why go back? Uh, I was part of it is I was rebellious. The other part was I didn't really get too much into the coke. It was like in the beginning and I got arrested. So it was like, you know, I feel like, oh, I just want to have fun. Why, why are they messing with me? It was later, later on where I had, uh, I had a lot of freedom. I was living on my own. Um, I had no one to watch over me where it became undisciplined. So undisciplined. Now freedom. we're going to have to fast forward because I know a little bit more of your story, but we don't mm-hmm. have time to really go mm-hmm. through it. But you were a taxi driver for a while, for yes, about ma'am. a year. Yes, ma'am. But then what happened and what, what really led you to the Miami Rescue Mission? The drugs started spiraling out of control. I mean, everything that they talked about addiction, I was watching it happen. Just like couldn't stop. Uh, just uh, all these different people I was meeting, all these different drugs that were coming. Um, mm-hmm. I was in like scared to experiment. And it just got a little bit too out of hand where I knew that if it continued, either I was going to get arrested or lose my life. And um, it felt like. Uh, you know, God was going to take it away and it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm going to have to just kind of give the end of your story because we're at the end of our time, Michael. Yes, but um, you had said off air to me that you actually learned the, the mission by playing chess with somebody downtown. Yes, came ma'am. here for a free meal. You guys could have go paid for a meal, but yes, no, you came for a free meal. But that led you to know where to come when you really were in trouble. And you were standing in line one time and they gave a flyer and in- invited you to Christmas in July. It's a big outreach that we yes, do ma'am. every year. Um, on the streets and we just fe- feed thousands. And so you came in at that time and you entered the mission. Your life yes, is ma'am. different. You're alpha now. That means yes, you're ma'am. upperclassman. You are Harvard. Uh, I say that you Sweet. are a senior in Harvard when you're an alpha at the Miami Rescue Mission. We're going to have you back again and you can tell more of your story. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Well, we are back with Michael and Michael's going to pick up his story. I hope you stay tuned with us. If you just tuned in, uh, Michael came uh, as a child from Columbia, but uh, really experienced a very unstable life. Um, his mother was also had been abused, and so that causes issues in his upbringing. Went into the Navy, tried to be that good man, um, but at the same time drinking. And uh, now we're kind of at that part where you're on weed, you're experimenting with cocaine, you're in and out of court. So let's pick it up there, Michael. Uh, what what what's happening in your life story at that moment? Okay, so after the second time, I get I get arrested and I'm in drug court, so I need to stay clean. And um, somehow I get into college and I'm doing college for a little bit. And uh, from a suggestion from um, my algebra teacher, he said to go learn. Uh, chess so i was playing chess downtown miami with some guys and one of the guys suggested we go eat somewhere um so that's how i got introduced to the mission um he brought me here we ate uh twice 
So now you could have gone and paid for food, but yes. hey, you guys are kind of like, hey, I know a free place. Come, let's go on down and get in that line. We'll get a free plate of food. Yeah, and um, I've been playing chess with him for a while, so I, you know, he's a good guy. So hey, let me just let me just go with him. Let's so that was an experience. That's my. But that's maybe my, God was introducing you to where the Miami Rescue Mission was. That's right. He was introducing me um, because I I barely remember the experience at all. All I remember is coming to a place where I was where, where they feed the homeless, where I got to eating. That eventually later on down the years, um, after I'm done with college and. And I go through some issues and I'm out on the street homeless. I remember that this is a place where I could come eat. And then later on, I'm introduced to the program. But before we get mm-hmm. there, um, I was working as a taxi driver for like a year. And uh, I had a, a lot of undisciplined freedom and things just spiraled out of control. Um, basically, there was no one to check me. Really, I, had, I could live by myself. I had all this money. I met a lot of contacts. I had a lot of access to stuff. And it was just, it kept going. So all these things from, that I learned from the, from the, from the program, the drug programs, I was seeing it happen in my life and I was seeing it spiraling out of control and it just, I wouldn't stop. So I just, uh, before, before it got worse and before I got arrested again and before anything else bad happens, I just decided to leave it alone. And, um, I mean, by then I had, I had no money for rent and I just, it's, Barely, I was barely supporting myself, even though I was still driving. I was still had money, but I had to get rid of the things that, that fed the beast of addiction. Now, you have a little different reason as to why you became homeless. What was your reasoning? You actually chose it. Yeah, I, um, I, I just decided to, to, to leave everything behind and, and, and go live on the street to, to get sober. I, Somebody's saying what? Yeah, it was just, it was just the reasoning. It's a little bit part of the madness of, of, uh, all the drugs. But yeah, I, um, in early in the, on in the beginning, I knew that as long as I stay sober, everything was going to be all right. You know, and that's some of the stuff that kept me going early on. Just, it was just about sobering up and sobering up, uh, living in an abandoned house. Um, so you told me off air that, okay, so you're living kind of in Bayfront there. Yeah. I was, uh, okay. I was living in Bayfront, but real quick, uh, my first night, I stayed somewhere and when I went back, one, some homeless guy tried to charge me for rent for for his, for the sidewalk, so we got into a fight. That's how I ended up at Bayfront. But uh, I knew about the i uh, that little i idea about like they go feed homeless and I could go eat here. Um, that's what search led me to search out the Miami Rescue Mission, which I didn't know was the Miami Rescue Mission at the time. So I went and ate, and um, that used to be my routine. I used to live at Bayfront. I'd go to- Come uh, here and eat. Come here and eat. And then I, because we only have a minute left here or less than that, I'm going to say, and you were given a flyer in line while you're waiting to eat. Christmas and in July. Inviting you to Christmas in July. We feed everybody yes. clothing given away. It's fun, music. Hygiene. And uh, there's an intake table. Yes, I got- uh, uh, they said come in you could come in and you could come into the program and um, and you did it that day it sounded good that, and now you're in there. alpha and that to us as I explain it all the time to people who are listening it is like being at a senior at Harvard University yes, when ma'am. you make it to alpha well thank yes, you Michael for sharing and we got to close I wish we could talk to you more God bless you right, God bless you thank you bye well, Leanne, it's so wonderful to have people that we get to interview. And uh, Victoria was great telling a little bit what happened uh, with girlfriends for girlfriends and even cover girls that joined uh, last Saturday. And it was a wonderful outside event. Um, if you would like to get involved in helping women and children, we invite 
you. Uh, check us out on these particular landing pages. Go to caringplace.org slash G for G or go to uh, caringplace.org slash cover and you can check out Girlfriends for Girlfriends and Cover Girls. Uh, these are volunteer groups. We call them focus groups here at The Caring Place. And you can really get involved in any form or fashion because we say you uh, use your time, use your talent, use your treasure, you know, in any capacity that you feel like that you can do that. So check us out. And Leanne, I know you're busting at the seams here to say one more time. And before I say that, uh, let me say I loved Michael's story. Michael's story was real. Yeah. It's always real. All these residents. What an amazing, yes. what an amazing testimony. And uh, I know that Michael has been part of our uh, birthday celebrations that we do mm. right every single year. Very first week of June, we do our celebration for uh, Bombastic Birthday. And this year is not the ex- exception. We're going to do both Miami and Broward County. Miami is going to be in the afternoon. Broward County is going to be in the morning time for lunch. So if you're interested in joining us, please, we do need the volunteers. We need uh, monetary donations in case you cannot make it. This is a great celebration. We want to uh, show the homeless individuals out there that we, they're not forgotten, right? That's right. And they have a, an amazing community that loves them so much. Mm-hmm. And so we give them a gift. Uh, we give them an amazing lunch or dinner, depending on the center. Uh, we give them cupcakes and candles, and we sing happy birthday many times. We have power. We give them birthday cards. That come. Uh, we give them birthday cards made by our volunteers. So this is not a, um, you know, it's not a cookie cutter, um, mm-hmm. birthday card. This right. is something made specially for them. And it's just a great event. So if you're able to volunteer and if you cannot make it and you prefer to do a uh, monetary donation, please call us at 305-572-2000. And again, that number is 305-572-2000. That's right. That's right, Leanne. I'm so glad. I know you told me off air, uh, that you weren't kidding. You really did need volunteers, uh, for this particular upcoming event. And we really do decorate, uh, the cafeteria. So they look absolutely beautiful. And we're singing happy birthday and we're saying, we're giving the cards out. When I say we, it's the volunteers. And, uh, as our yeah. residents come in, they really feel that this is a birthday celebration for them and it makes them feel so special and you know we try to take all these opportunities uh to let our residents know you're not just in a center or shelter uh you're in a place that is a temporary home and you're getting ready to be empowered to go on with life's journey and have hope and and help once again and so these little celebrations is is those things that make a difference and we have graduates that come back right leanne and say i'll never forget that birthday celebration and they and they come back as volunteers they come back as supporters they come back to give back to the community because they know and as a matter of fact i'm I'm going to interview real soon our wonderful anthony durden right what an example of a graduate that not only went through the program went through so much in his life but today he's amazing and he supports our events and and you see him and you would never think 
that he was homeless once. And I mean homeless. He has quite a story. I don't want to give it up, but when I interview him, our listeners will, will learn more about our wonderful Anthony. Uh, but it's all about creating the, the stories, right? And, and telling them, hey, you're not alone. You're loved by the community. And, and this is why we're here today. And, and they feel it. And they tell you, today's my birthday or last mm, week. Or that's right. I don't remember when my birthday is, <laughs> but they know we're celebrating it on that day. Well, Leanne, thank you for um, co-hosting with me today. You'll hear again next week, Reverend Ronald Brummett, our president, uh, be back on the air. But thank you for listening to Mission Possible, the good news program. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place.